Welcome to the As You Go podcast. Helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. Welcome back to the As You Go podcast. Today we are continuing our brand new series. For this series, we are talking about prayer. Last week, we covered some prayer basics, and this week we'll begin talking about some of Jesus's instructions about prayer in what is called the Lord's Prayer. But before we get into that, let's review what we've talked about so far. Prayer, while it might make you a little bit nervous, is a really important part of the Christian life. We have a God who hears us, who wants to hear from us. So, like we talked about last time, the Bible tells us to devote ourselves to prayer, meaning that we should want to do it. We should be alert and watchful, looking for needs to pray for, and for how we can see God working. And most of all, we should have a thankful heart in prayer. Finally, last week, we talked about using the word pray, P-R-A-Y, to remember a way to pray. The P was for praise, giving thanks to God for all that He does. The R was for repentance, telling God about our sin and saying we're sorry. The A is for asking, meaning we can ask God for whatever we need. And the Y stood for yield. That last part is the hardest. Yielding means that we trust God to do what is good, even if it isn't what we wanted or asked for. You see, Jesus gave us some pretty great instructions about prayer that we're going to be covering for the next few episodes. So, let's dive in. To get into Jesus' instructions for prayer, we're going to look at what's called the Lord's Prayer. This part comes in a section of the Bible called the Sermon on the Mount. It's where Jesus is out teaching a bunch of people for a really long time. And in that lesson, Jesus teaches them about prayer. He says very clearly in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, Pray then like this. Now, that doesn't mean we have to say exactly this prayer every time we pray, but rather what he is about to say will show us the kind of heart that we should have when we pray. Jesus is about to teach us how to pray, not what to pray. So, how should we pray according to Jesus? Well, for that, let's go to our verse of the day. For the next few episodes, for our verses of the day, we will be featuring kids like you reading or reciting the whole Lord's Prayer. If you'd like to be featured, get your parents to record you reading the Lord's Prayer and send it to me through our church website. I'd love for you to be on the show. This week's Lord's Prayer is read by Asher in Swanee, Georgia. Our Father who art in heaven... Hallowed he be our your name our your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today your our daily bread for 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 our us. us our sin as we forgive those who sin against us 
Lead us not into temptation, but believer, deliver us from evil for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Great job, Asher. Thanks so much for reading our verse of the day. Now, we will cover the whole thing eventually, but for now, let's take the Lord's Prayer a little bit at a time. It starts out by saying, Our Father in Heaven. Some translations say something like, Our Father who art in Heaven. Either way, it's kind of like if you ever write a letter or an email. You're simply saying at the very top who it is that you're talking to. In praying, you were taking the time to focus and talk directly to God. But there is more meaning in these few words. First, you'll notice that it says, Our Father in heaven. We are not in heaven. We are on earth. But our great and powerful God is set apart. That doesn't mean that he's not here with us too, but it's simply a way for us to remember what we talked about on the very first episode, that God is holy. He is set apart. He is different than us. He is powerful and entirely good and right. We are not. And yet, the second thing you'll notice is that we also get to call that set-apart and holy God our Father. There is no love quite like the love that a father or mother has for their children. It's a deep, strong, sacrificial love. And God has that kind of love for us, but so much more. In some ways, this very short beginning of the Lord's Prayer, saying, Our Father in Heaven, is a very small picture of the gospel that we covered in the first series. God is our Maker, set apart from us. Sin is our failure and makes us deserving of His punishment. But Jesus is our Savior, taking that punishment for us. Repentance and faith is our answer, showing us that we rely on Jesus to save us so that eternal life in heaven with God can be our pleasure. God is our Father, and heaven will be our home because of what Jesus has done. It's all summed up there in the start of the prayer. Our Father in heaven. Now, we've got a lot more to learn about prayer through the Lord's Prayer, but first I have a public service announcement. Alert, alert. Please be on the lookout for candy in those little clear wrappers during church. Individually wrapped candies are not welcome in church services. Sure, you may really want to taste something sweet. You may even have nasty coffee breath and desperately need a mint. But don't go trying to open one of those little candies during a quiet church service. The sound will echo through the room and into the very souls of everyone around you. Say no to the crinkle. No wrapped candies in church. This has been a public service announcement. So, Jesus has told us to start our prayers by saying, Our Father in Heaven. That doesn't mean we have to say those words exactly. It's just meant to help us have a heart that understands how amazing it is that God is our Father who loves us and listens to us. However you start your prayers, whether it's Dear God or whatever it is that you say, just be amazed that you have a Father that listens and loves you. That brings us to the second line of the prayer, a part that may sound kind of weird. It says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. What do you think that means? How is something hallowed? 
When's the last time you hallowed something? Does it have something to do with Halloween or maybe even Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows? Well, no. Saying hallowed be your name actually means that we should want for God to be well-known or even famous in our world. For something to be hallowed means for it to be set apart and holy. Well, that's what God is, holy. And to say that we want His name to be hallowed means that we want everyone to know the truth about our good and holy God. There is no other God like Him. Our God is like no other. He is set apart and special. And by praying in this way, we are expressing that we want the world to know how great our God is. But, like I've said, Jesus' instructions in the Lord's Prayer are not meant to be the only words we should pray. No, they're given to us to show us how to pray. We should have hearts that are thankful for the fact that we have a God in heaven who loves us as a Father. He is our Father in heaven. And we should have hearts that desire for other people to know how incredible our God is. We want His name to be hallowed. We want the world to know Him. That's a pretty good start for prayer. We will cover much more in future episodes, but for now, as we finish up, I just want to give you this little personal challenge. As a family, I want you to try and memorize the Lord's Prayer. You can do it. Say it together each night. The more you say it, the more you'll know it, and the more sense the next few lessons will make. Keep praying together and memorize that Lord's Prayer. Let's pray together right now as we finish up today. God, we are so thankful that you, a holy God in heaven, love us as your children. By sending Jesus to suffer our punishment for us, you have offered us a place in your heaven. For that we are thankful. We pray that your name will be hallowed, that your greatness will echo across our world. Help us to do whatever it takes to make your name known in our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Asher for reading the Lord's Prayer for us today. We would love it if you could give us a good review or rating on iTunes so that more people can find this discipleship tool. If you live in the Parker, Colorado area, we have a seat for you at Aspen Grove Church. We meet at 10 a.m. on Sundays at the American Academy on Motzenbacher Road. We would really love for you to join us. You can find out more about us at www.aspengrovechurch.org. I'm Matt Funk, and we'll see you next time on As You Go.